obviously you made a right turn because here's the wrong kind of podcast here we go kyle's back he's not leaving (laughs) he's now kansas you'll be before too long you'll be kansas kyle you're slowly transitioning it's begun what are you gonna call him callus yeah, I figured you going to give him a bell on that one. What are you going to give him? Callus, Kyle. Well, California, he has been working. Kansas? He has been no. getting the callus. I was putting them together. There's California, Megan over Kansas. there. Hi, guys. Megan's back. Well, you're always here, but you're not here during the middle of the week. I'm going to quit hitting I just that pen to. on the table. Yes, thank you. Two years in. What? People love that shit. Do they? Yes, they mm. do. I, I'm big. I'm big with the people that like this. All the, also, uh, chomping the party mix into the microphone. Yeah. We also... we. Uh, we always have requests for that. <laughs> That's why I moved the mic far back. Okay. Nobody hears that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm monitoring it through my headphones. Okay. Yeah. That's Yancey over there, hey. the complaining one. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> Just bringing things to light. Jesus, man. <laughs> You're monitoring amongst others. Jesus. Oh, yes. Who was it that said they were going to monitor something a while? Not not that one. Just your oh, recently. I was like, That's the only Just one I know. Just recently. Somebody was like, oh, it was, uh, it was uh, Time Baron. With the uh, election results for the UAW president runoff, and the other day we was uh, keeping track of it at work, and I was sending him updates occasionally, and he goes, yeah, I'll monitor this for a while. I'm like, yeah, you do that. You monitor that. You heard about the monitor, right, Kyle? Yep. Yep. Kyle stays up to speed. He, he does. He knows he does. what we're talking about. He knows, what's, he knows all the inside jokes. You, he knows everything. You don't have to uh, explain. I haven't started on the other local podcast yet, but... This one I'm up on. Oh, Big Hill Small Talk. Yes. I, I like how you called it the other one. The other one. <laughs> yeah. Those I mean, who this shall is, not be named. This is the number one podcast in Southeast Kansas. Prove us wrong. Uh, did start a group. I invited you to it this week. I'm in there. And you're in there as well. Yeah. Sorry, Kyle. Uh, I started a group that uh, I'm trying to get the other digital creators of the area. Wait, you started that group? Yeah, I started that group. Whoa. What's that condescending... I didn't know. I just oh. accepted the invite. <laughs> you started that Wait, group. Everything was spelled right. There was well, punctuation. Oh, well, I don't like, understand. Oh, I thought this See was a I'm legit group. No, oh. I'm just kidding. I- <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I well, just, See I, you guys next week. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that uh, that it was a group that you had just invited us to that was already like I'm trying, an established thing. I'm trying to continue off of the rant that I'm constantly going on is that there are so many people like us in this area that people don't know anything about uh i was speaking to somebody that should know some stuff and she wasn't aware of the square splinter should, should know some stuff so now there will be this melding of the minds well the square splinter is already knee deep helping me do some stuff so that's cool uh and i've been trying to help out uh ike up there with big hill Small talk. (laughs) (laughs) I saw how you paused there. I can't. I'm going to screw that up eventually. It's called something else. No, that's his name. Big Hill Small Talk. In our chat group. Yeah. I actually called it that, didn't I, in the chat group? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you can think about that, what that is. So, Kyle, what all have you got done this week on your uh, this old uh, rental property? Um, Kyle brings notes, Megan. I know. I like that. Uh, mostly clean up. Um, yeah. Places that I got weren't really in great shape when I bought them. So no. right, right now it's been mostly clean up. You're making improvements. Did you get your tax statement? You want to complain about that or anything? It's uh, 
Yeah, I have. It, it was it was pretty shocking, actually. How much did yours go up? 15, 20, 30 percent? What is it? Um, I didn't look, but like that. Yeah. And it's about the same as it is on my other house out west. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, uh, like the the property taxes and the homeowners insurance um, between here and there is pretty close. You huh, talking about weird. you talking about percentages, or are you talking about dollar for dollar? Like dollar for dollar. The house you live in in California, I've seen pictures of it. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that place is two thousand dollars a year or so. I think it's sixteen hundred a year. Oh, Jeez, hell. wait a minute! Wow, hold up. Help you? You just helped <laughs> no, us out. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I oh. take it back. Oh. That's the that's the wrong. Oh. Um, He's got multiple properties. So I forget who we're talking to here. That one. He's the land is baron. Thirty-four hundred. Oh well, I feel a little better. <laughs> but there is a house you own in California. There's only sixteen hundred dollars. No, sorry. Uh, I, I was womp, mistaken. Womp. Oh, man. Oh, he's paying half of it. I see yeah, what he's yeah. got going on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do they allow you to do out there in the uh, California pay half and half? Well, we do have twice a year in yeah. February and April. Yeah, that's the way they do us. We get to pay half and half. Or if you decide not to pay it at all, there's that option. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, well, or, or, you know, then if you're escrowed, <laughs> it just comes out. Like, well, yeah. Uh, you pay it every month. Yeah. Years ago, <laughs> I was on the commission, and uh, one of my fellow commissioners was sitting there reading the newspaper before the meeting. And he said, Lucky here, lucky here, this guy's name's in the paper. He didn't pay his damn property taxes. I said, Did you skip the <laughs> yeah. M's? Yeah, I'm in there too. That <laughs> yeah, conversation was over right there. Didn't have any more to say about that. That guy said I was fucking stupid the other day. Oh, oh it was the same guy. Yeah. That did, guy. did he also drive by your house and look at your grass too and judge you? No, uh, there's okay. going to be a sign in his I yard. Mean, he... He's not wrong. Occasionally. I was oh, just going to say nah, occasionally. He keeps, he keeps tabs on us. He's monitoring us. Gotcha. Yeah. How so, many monitors you got in this town? We got a lot of them. Kyle's getting ready to go through his list and I cut him off. That's all right. It happens a lot. The, the title of this uh, podcast was almost "I Digress," wasn't it? It was actually. It yeah. was. It was a. What it was. It was a top three name before it actually became the Heartland Review. <laughs> no, it was Heartland Review. Then we changed it. Yeah. And one of the top three was "I Digress." Yes. Then it became their own kind of podcast. So. There you go. It's true. Even the name for was all of kind of wrong. <laughs> it's going to be a trivia question later. Yeah. Take notes, kids. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Kyle. I was just uh, going to munch on some snacks. <laughs> um, well, you know, you said I, I, I wasn't trying to get ahead because um, I'm still a guest, even though you told me, you know, yeah. that, that you're not, a guest. Your not, not a guest anymore. So yeah. just step in there. making myself more more comfortable. Yes. On, let me. Oh, let me get this. Taking it all. Oh, <laughs> OK. Oh, Lord. Oh, wow. Oh, there's even a heart on it. Dotting the I with a heart. I didn't think that they could spell the full thing up there. Yes. Well, they can't. They <laughs> have to short it. Abbreviated. Why is my fireball cloudy Ooh. in this Ooh. cup? No, that ain't right. How? Oh, that ain't right. I just drank out of that a minute ago. Oh, hell. That's from last week. Ew. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, go ahead. Sorry. I got I to gotta change everything I got going Um. Let's see. So... I was gonna go back to a note that I had from last week that I that I didn't talk about. Yeah, in the wayback machine. Mm-hmm. Um, the date. I want to mark the date of January thirty first, twenty twenty three. That was the date that you know we we're talking about sticker shock as far as like property taxes and things like that. The gas bills. I don't know if you had the same issue here with the gas bills. We and natural gas. We. 
Well, did we? I think our gas did kind oh, of. Oh yeah, I, I, I blamed you. Yeah, I totally blamed him yeah, for our gas bill. Blamed me for running the air conditioner that's electric. Yeah, they pretty no, much did not. doubled. Yeah, and they came out and said that you know the reason why the gas prices doubled was supply and demand. There was that cold snap going over on the east, and so you know there was shortage, and so the cost of the gas was increased, and so everybody's bill was double. So it was crazy. We were talking about it, and on January thirty first, twenty twenty three, I said to my coworkers I was talking to, I said, "Mark my words, this summer there's going to be, it's going to be hotter than everyone expected." So the reason why we use more gas is because it was colder than anyone could have possibly predicted. Which you know, in the winter. Yeah, yeah. it's. Mm-hmm. I, I looked up the the trend from like the Department of Energy, of like the usage per year, and it's always highest, obviously, in the winter, and it always increases by a certain amount. Every year. It's like, it's the most predictable trend you could possibly imagine. And uh, it's going to be the same way this summer, I predict. Are you buzzkilling our conspiracy theories, Kyle? What's your conspiracy theory? That everybody's screwing me. Well, they are, because they can. Yearly. Okay, yearly. And they're not even hiding it anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're not even hiding it. Nostra Kyle over here making uh, predictions. I'm just saying, wait until he gets an electric bill. Oh yeah, in like late summer. He doesn't. He doesn't have the same. Bill. Oh, it won't he's be the a, same he's thing. He's up there in uh, Indy. In the mm-hmm. Indy place. Never mind that. In the Indy place. <laughs> yeah. And then at, at home, I have the solar, so that's oh, that's looking solar, like a smart huh? deal. Yeah. Do you run your whole house on the solar? Yep. Whole thing. Yep. So what? How is the roof just lined with it? Yep. Roof's covered with it. Is it pretty common out there? Yeah. Around here, I'm not sure how it'd work with the occasional hailstorm. Right. Uh, I don't know how well that would go. You guys don't get rain at all, do you? No. How the hell does but, grass grow out there? No, we get we get rain. Uh, <laughs> I thought there was that song. It's always uh, sunny in Southern California. I think of that song every time that it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's enough to to cover the electric bill and and then some. So it's oh, that's nice. I mean, when I was getting it, I I said I could pay this for the system or I could pay the electric company, and but if I pay for the system, that price is never going to go up. And then after seven years, I own it. Compared to the electric company is going to raise their rates year after year. So, True. And you didn't experience the rolling brownouts. No, it doesn't work like that. Um, <laughs> you still get screwed. If, if the power goes out, it goes out of my house too. Seriously. Wait yep. a minute. That's Hold lame. on. So the sun bounces off your house and it goes into some kind of battery hole. But then whatever you don't use, they have to buy back, Correct. If I produce more than I use, yeah, they give me a credit. So then how do they turn off your juice when they have rolling brownouts? Because you're tied into the grid. Is that what it is? Still tied into yeah, the grid? Yeah, still, still tied into the grid. I don't know. There's a there's a magic box on the back of the house. And so magic you, box. you backfeed the grid. So mm-hmm. that means your juice is going through a meter into the grid, and they're saying, hey, you used this much, but you right. juiced out this much. So yeah. the power you're creating doesn't actually go to your home. It goes into the grid. Yeah, like I said, I'm not sure exactly how it works because there's a wire comes down from the roof. It goes to this little box, and then it goes to the other box where all the breaker panels are, mm-hmm. where, and where the smart meter's at. Yeah. Now that one's got that, uh, you know, the, 
the yeah. tag on it, then and, and you can't get in. So there, your pri- your primary use is uh, it does come from solar, and then if you need to pull from the grid, the box probably calibrates and lets you pull from municipal electric. Then how's he if getting, it's not producing enough? Then how's he getting brownouts right. if his main power he's not using as much as he produces? Well, I guess it doesn't work like having a generator tied to your house to where mm-hmm. it's an independent power supply. He's still tied into the grid, is what I imagine. Yeah. Well, I need to I need to find that out. I need to find out if you're backfilling into the grid and then you're still getting somebody out there knows more than me. It's I, all part I of that green this. energy plan because you have you have the green, green electrons and then you have the other electrons. So the green ones they're they're going oh, this way and I the other see. one yeah. Mm-hmm. I see. It sounds to me like you're getting hosed somehow because the whole thing is to get energy dependent and you know take care of yourself. But it sounds like they're still in control of you. Yeah. It's always the the man screwing you it's the government man it really is do you see uh jerry uh tub mm-hmm. commented today about the government uh charging you for land you already own he's a libertarian yep mm-hmm. in uh jacksonville florida i don't like to admit it i think i might be too i'm gonna have to register with them son of a bitches when i run for county commission in a few years anyway so i might as well start getting used to saying it huh Interesting. Give me a pen. March, yeah, speaking of March fourth, time and date. Speaking of um, <laughs> keeping track of the dates, there. Yeah. Huh. Go ahead, Kyle. These rude people. Been busting my These chops in people. here. Are you for kidding me? Three years over being a libertarian. I mean, this is kind of a big deal. This is breaking news. <laughs> breaking news, everybody. Breaking news. Sorry. Go ahead. I still mm. like women. <laughs> oh, I, I think we talked about it before. Is where, you know, you. You pick the candidate you like, not based off of what well, party yeah. they're with, right? And yeah. the, the problem is to run for county commission, which I fully intend to here, you know, several years down the road from now, you have to be a member of a party or do a write-in. And I'm sorry, I can't rely right, on I'm these sorry. people around here to write in. I, I just wow, can't. way to like hey, man, pander to the I, votes and I'm put them all down being, at the same time. I, I'm known for being honest, and I'm just telling you, I don't know if I could count on people to get enough writings well, no. to get me on Your name office. has to be put in front of them. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think that's probably I, true anyway. I think that's that and like, I don't know, sheriff, and there's there's a few other seats County. where I feel like should not have no. affiliation tied to them. I mean, why does it matter? You're, you're in a small enough place an environment to where you shouldn't have to tie yourself to a party to get elected why does it matter for even the the biggest of things right, exactly i mean it shouldn't matter like kyle just said what is the guy's credentials what does he right. stand for is he a piece of shit let's vote for him well there's there's enough people that still and here we go again oh the tribal who always right? like well the republicans so i'm gonna vote for them right people that vote straight ticket okay, or whatever. or just yeah people that you know use identity politics for everything that they just subscribe to it no matter what there are so many people these days Ooh. that just oh well i'm a democrat so i have to subscribe to everything the democrats believe in otherwise i'm a pariah because if i stray even once then it's that you're with us or against us mindset or, and they're going to look at me like well what? hell if you're if you're straying on that topic then what else are you straying or from? you're a rhino or yeah or you're a rhino or a guy like bill maher being accused of moving right when he hasn't moved at all he just hasn't moved as nutty left as all the rest of the left has what would happen if the entire nation got rid of political party and everybody just ran mm-hmm. i i mean well, when I, I run for president like you would have like happen. you could have like multiple republicans running hey, you'd end up with like county you know what i mean like, i mean you would 
you would never know. You would never know, right? You would, you would actually have to. You'd have to listen do to what some they homework. Yeah, and actually listen to what they were saying, and not just vote for them, Based corresponding on a... with the letter next to their name. What a concept! Four. Before we let Kyle get back to his notes, I'd just like to mention M&W Liquor Sales in 11th Street in Coffeyville. Because Megan is drinking, what she say, your new favorite? My new favorite. And Kyle, I believe, is drinking Fireball that was procured from M&W Liquor in Coffeyville. That's right. There you go. Buy your liquor at M&W Retail Liquors on 11th Street. Mm -hmm. Do they have a tune, Yancey? Uh... If you no, well, okay, no, I'll think if of you, something. If you want to get drunk, do it on 11th Street. Well, I was gonna say if you want to get drunk quicker, buy your <laughs> no. stuff at NW Liquor. Oh, that's not bad. Although we do have a different place in town that's yes. similar to that, right? Yes. Well, you can go get parts at O'Reilly's mm -hmm. and then go get blitzed at MW Liquor next door. That's right. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't have to. I'm rhyme. sure that they I mean, really yeah. appreciate the the jingles and the the um, advertising about all, getting drunk. This is all. Uh, this is that value. You trying to help. This is value. Mm -hmm. Value for value. I By think the way, that might be... sorry, Kyle. One more digression here. We've got no two people racing to be the first Marquess. Yeah. Yes, and that would be uh, Pike and his uh, twin brother Case. Wait, what? So our value for value ranking systems. You yeah. know, if you'll go to wkopodcast.com and look at the producer page, I heard it. Okay, okay. thank you. Uh, <laughs> I think it's because I only have half the teeth in my mouth. <laughs> I think my tone kind of goes off the rails every once in a while. Go to the podcaster plage, everybody. Yes. <laughs> Do it now. So, and for those of you listening at home, 50 bucks gets you a lordship. And if you want an official proclamation, the wizard will scribe that's one for you in his dark dungeon. Lord or lady. Lord or lady. We we go both ways here. Oh, oh, we don't wow. want to get and to then, my notes here yet. And, wow. then, <laughs> and then we have Baron and Baroness that's for $100. Yeah. And then when you hit $200, you're an earl or a countess. And then when you hit 500 bucks, you're a marquess or I can't Marquez, even begin. Right? Marquess? I, I, I don't remember what the female version is. I can't of that even is, begin to but pronounce it's the that. the level right, bef right below Duke. Yes. $1,000 gets you Duke. That is going to be uh, our top here. Wow. Unless somebody wants to. But we got people that are. Uh, Close? No, not close. I mean, Duke's a thousand. We got people that are halfway there. Sweet, because they find value in this. Much like Kyle, you That's hit right. Baron the other day, right? Yep. Yeah, I had to update the page. What if somebody's property taxes uh, haven't gone up and they're not absolutely getting killed, and they want to come in here and drop, you know, a couple thousand dollars? You're really going to have to figure something out. I would out. come up with a name for them, like <laughs> Dark. Lord of the Underverse <laughs> right, or something right. like that. You, Sith Lord. We said that you can, there, we will not have another wizard. No, like, there's only have, one, wizard. one wizard. He stirs the pot and Could does the scribes. Could we have a jester? What's a jester? A jester. Yeah. I mean, you know, for big, big donations, we can make up some shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, did you have official name? Did you ever pick like an official name other than I just call you California Kyle? Yeah, I was trying to pick a name, but... Uh... My name was given to me, so I accept oh, it. No, you can That's pick fine. your own name, brother. What what level are you? He's a baron. He's, He's a baron. A baron. Uh, land baron. No ah. shit. <laughs> land I was going to go for baron of the drum brakes. Oh, uh, there baron. you go. Baron of the four-wheel power drum brakes. You heard it, wizard. Say it one more time. Baron of the four-wheel power drum brakes. Four-wheel power drum brakes. It's kind of, kind of wordy. You'll probably be getting a, a piece of paper. It shall be done. He might just bring them to the, the camp out when you're there. I don't know. Oh, are you coming to the camp out? Sometimes. Try to. You know that? Awesome. He, he makes these proclamations by hand. He beats the pulp and then dries it out. It's all a big a deal. Crossing. And it's real gold leaf. 
Where are ours in here? It's uh, very. Yours was sitting on top of the stereo over there mm. last I saw. The it. beats must have knocked it off. Go ahead, Kyle. That was the longest guy digression ever. Wow. <laughs> How about some closing place, words, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned about um, honesty, and we're talking about politics a little bit. Oh, and, oh those uh, are two words that I don't went go together. And, went toward the Brown Mansion today. Oh, cool. And up in the ballroom, mm-hmm. there's this chalkboard. Yes, sir. With some stuff written on it. I don't know if it's been like this or if this is new or whatever, but um, it kind of reminded me of you. It's uh, it must says been some good stuff, huh? An excerpt from the Coffeeville Journal, January 1895, uh, and it was written after the sale of the controlling interest of the Coffeeville Mining and Gas Company. Okay. And it says that no more enterprising or public-spirited man ever lived in this city than W.P. Brown. Coffeeville was much of her prosperity to his ceaseless efforts in location, locating new enterprises and uh, organization. Uh, Are you looking for hugs? No. Okay. Um, I mean, I'll hug you. And carrying out schemes. <laughs> schemes. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Whereby the value Hold of property <laughs> has been increased. <laughs> shit. Um, dramatically. So That took a turn. Oh, shit. Uh, I was just about to hug you. <laughs> Martin for commissioner. That's right. <laughs> so a little background for people that are listening here in Coffeeville, Kansas. We have a thing called the Brown Mansion. Uh, W.P. Brown was a uh, self-made man in the uh, gas business mostly. I think he had some lumber business too. I think maybe I'm wrong on that. I'm not sure. He did a little of everything over there. Yeah, he did everything. So this mansion that Kyle's talking about is on the south end of town when you come in, and it is quite luxurious. 1900 kind of reminds you of the big southern mansions of the day, you know. Uh, but uh, it's very nice. There's uh, Tiffany chandeliers, and there used mm-hmm. to be Tiffany doors. It has a bowling alley. It is quite over the top. Uh, President Taft got stuck in the bathtub. The rumor is, you know. But uh, anyway, it is a hell of a place. And I've always said that if we Hold win up. the big lottery, I'm fixing up the gardens. Whoa, are you saying that the bathtub that he got stuck in still there? Yeah, is the one at the Brown Mansion? Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's a rumor, Yancey. Is looking it up. No, wait a minute, because that's a thing. Like, the Taft got stuck in the bathtub. Is it? I didn't know. Like, that's a thing that I've known my whole life, like, from school. Like Maybe maybe I'm getting urban legend no here in But I had no idea that that happened in Coffeeville. Maybe I'm getting urban legend here I in Coffeeville. I need to know. And if that's true... We're going to go back and edit it, because I can't be wrong. <laughs> if that's the case, we're going to the Brown Mansion so that I can take I've been stuck in that like, bathroom. What? Yeah. <laughs> it was an, I paid up the... Uh, the uh, naked ass in the porcelain tour. Like the Outsiders Museum. Yancy, are you having trouble? It's loading. Oh. <laughs> you want me to look it up here death. on the big computer? Talking amongst yourselves. <laughs> it's, I'm looking at history.com. So, like, you know, when they aren't talking about aliens, they're actually talking about it's history. Legit. Kyle, so, um, you can go on with your next thing, maybe while it's loading, unless yancy has got it now. I got it. Okay. So, uh, topping the scales at over 350 pounds. Portly gentleman. <laughs> yeah, Wait yeah. a minute. Hold on. I'm topping the scales at 300 pounds, son. But he's short. <laughs> Uh, William Howard Taft was a true political heavyweight. Ooh. Mm. Um, they called him Big Bill. Mm. Um, let's see here. Megan calls me Big Diddy. Sorry, I'm, I'm <laughs> right down through here. Uh, 41 inches wide was... Uh, okay. You know no. we're 42s, right? Here we go. Since I mean, so... We're making fun of everything that I Since am. no Taft side basin could be found... Manhattan Company specifically crafted the largest solid porcelain tub ever made for an individual. 
Um, I'm sure that's not a Casey photograph Moore, but... in the February 1909 issue of Journal Engineering Review showed the pond. Oh God, pond-like <laughs> presidential God. bathtub with four men sitting comfortably inside. Oh wow. well, um, yay! I look at the picture; they're all clothed. That's that would have been weird. I'm glad I saw the picture. Um, yes, he's glad he saw the picture yeah, of the guys I, in the bathtub. Well, clothed. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not seeing anything about. I'm I'm seeing Kate May new. Okay, here we go. Here we go. The ex president's bathing habits made news when a Cape May New Jersey hotel he quote failed mm. properly to consider the size of the average seashore hotel bathtub. Uh, the water displaced by his tremendous girth flooded the floor and trickled onto the heads of the guests in the downstairs dining room. As a wistful Tath gazed out at the Atlantic Ocean the next morning, he said, I'll get a piece of that fenced in someday, and then when I venture in, there won't be any overflow. I've I've looked up while you was reading all that, too, and I found several places that all say it was a myth. Sure. But I believe that I'm probably under the effect of a little urban legend myself. I know he did stay here. Mm-hmm. Well, he came in on uh, mm-hmm. railway. and uh, There's pictures of him down there at the plaza. That's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Do you know what the part my my students my my female students all love about that brown mansion, uh-huh. and it's kind of tongue in cheek, but the fainting rooms that are in the ballroom, mm-hmm. yeah, because of course the boys had no idea like why we would need fainting rooms from. So were you guys the day. going there and fart right? No, I mean, literally faint because their corsets were too tight. Oh, uh, I thought people were opening their tax statements up there. <laughs> we'll get there, Yancy. Okay, <laughs> Melody's not coming in here. <laughs> Go ahead, Kyle. I'm sure they meant schemes in the nicest possible way. Yeah, I think uh, schemes sure back in the old days was probably a little bit different. Yep. Thanks uh, for the recovery on that. Also went to the Dalton Museum. Oh, you did make it around. Good Museum. deal. How yep. was that? Uh, very interesting. You know, um, I like the way that they play up the the townspeople mm-hmm. and and you know their brave the bravery. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to really to put yourself in into their place. It would be quite difficult, but you know, I think I don't know, maybe you guys talk about this like in school or no or know more about this. But I had to think that um, the the townspeople they probably they they knew the Dalton boys, right? Yeah, and so they knew of them, yes. Yeah, they recognized them because they were wearing fake beards, and they recognized them pretty much right away. You mm-hmm. know, when they were coming into town. And so, but we didn't we, talk about it in school. No. Yeah. I would think that um, it it could have almost been personal, you know, mm-hmm. what they did when they said, you know, these guys are coming to do this thing, and they said, yeah. oh, no, oh no, you're not, you yeah. know, and not in our town. Wait, yeah. Kyle, so you there need they to, are right there on the wall. You need to come back in October. Yeah, that first weekend of October is Dalton Defenders Days, and they do a whole like big reenactment, and like right there in the bank where Justin and I got married, actually. That's right. Um, well, and the hardware store is still, still there. Right there. I, there. Isham's Hardware still there. Yeah. Hey, speaking of a little and, history, uh, real quick. Go ahead. Sorry, one more time. And the barbecues happening that time too. Oh yeah. That's yes, right. I mean that's right. going to be a busy, busy week. Yeah. The Wizards wanting to put together a, a WKOP team for the uh, Brewfest. I saw that. I'm not a cook, but I'll gladly go up there and rub my face because mm-hmm. I'll be campaigning that time too. Brewfest. So, I was showing. Uh, 
Wood King today, the old abstract to our house. Mm-hmm. I found, oh, found that it. part. Where was it? I didn't find the. Uh, I haven't found the prints yet, which That's we weird. need to find those because he's going to make our birdhouse to scale to match those. Oh jeez! I, I thought we looked at it not too long ago. Where was it? <laughs> I thought it was over there behind you. Okay, I'll look over there. Uh, anyway, uh, on our abstract, H. W. Isham in eighteen seventy three had something to do with the purchase and ownership of this land. Wow. That's him, right? H.W. Isham? Well, because this would have been out of town yeah. back then. It started uh, in 1873. The first piece of paper was somebody, they, they created the parchment under the federal office of what editor? Utter. Under the guidance of President Ulysses Grant. It's on the piece of paper in there. That's how long this here piece of property we're sitting on has been a thing. 1873 is when it was created, a parcel. That's cool. Yeah. You know, when they talk about after the shootout that Dick Broadwell rode out of town and then died and fell off his horse, I always wonder where he went, like which direction he went. Dirt. If he, you know, continued like west because they went down the alley there and they were obviously headed west. I wonder if he kept riding west and and died somewhere, you know, west of town somewhere. Camp the night before south. They say yeah. on they Onion, Creek Onion Creek down there. Creek, yeah. 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 Did you see that episode of uh, Expedition Unknown? I saw a History Channel show. So Discovery oh, had yeah. Expedition Unknown here last, no, it was a year ago. last October, mm-hmm. yeah. No, it was a year ago, October, because it was the one oh, yeah, we went we to. we weren't here, yeah. But anyway, they went down there on the creek in the area they think they camped. They did find a coin from like 1889 or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, awesome. you know. I know that's pretty coincidental, but it happened in 1892, and in the area you think they stayed, you found a coin four or five years older than that. I mean, yeah. I, I'm going to go ahead and say I think it had something to do with them. You know, I don't Likely. know. Well, Yancy and I went and buried that down there. Up yeah, that's <laughs> insane. Well, they were they were robbing stuff around here before they ever robbed the banks. You know, they were train robbers and you know yeah. small small time robbers. They would they would steal just about anything. That's after they were lost. I robbed them. Megan's heart. That's why you got yes, married dear. in the bank down there. That is true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. People oh. always look at me funny when that I tell them It is true. That. We got married in that bank, the old bank. It's a cool spot. And you know what's weird? There's, I've never really seen a picture of the other bank that was robbed. They always make a big deal about the Perkins building. Because it's still here. Because it's still, well, I mean, yeah. even. It tore down. It? You know, there was a photographer here in town that took pictures yeah. of the scene. He took pictures of the Dalton's dead bodies. Oh, yeah, that's right. He took pictures yeah. of the front of the Perkins building with all of the bullet holes in the windows and whatnot. But you never see pictures like that of the other bank that I can't even. Was that the first national? So what you heard is he half-assed it even back then. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, yep, good enough. Seen the dead body, seen the bullet holes, going home. Yep. Got it, boys. Yep. I was thinking the same thing because it made me think after too, like, well, you know, their family lived in the area, so so how did their family feel after after they heard of all that? There's a house down there on Southtown. Yeah, it's on Fourteenth uh, or something down there south of the uh, probably stockyard. Probably more eighteenth or nineteenth. Yeah, yeah, their parents' house. Yeah. It's still there. I know a guy whose mom what? used to live there, right across from the uh, Castlers. Oh, yeah. You won't find any cool history like that, you know. Mm-hmm. In that town, hasn't been around long enough. Go ahead. Um, where was I going to go next? Take well, take take notes, future re- uh, guests. Take notes. Uh, after I left the Dalton Museum, I went the wrong way on a one way. 
Yeah. <laughs> like that, like yes. that, like that guy. You and everybody day. else from out you of town. You went down 8th Street, didn't you? On 8th, yep. Yes. I, I came Justin out of the parking was... lot, made a left on 8th, mm. and saw cars coming out. <laughs> like, oh. mm, no. He said Justin would be yelling at me right now. Mm-hmm. Like the guy I yelled at when I was with you there. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Way to go. Wrong way. Kyle. Well, you know, damn it. If there wasn't that urban renewal back in the 70s, we wouldn't have those one way streets. That's right. Mm-hmm. Bitter, bitter people. That's all I got. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess that's it for, for everything I've seen since I've been looking around. Uh, the only other thing was just a silly little thing of uh, I saw when I was scrolling around the faces of the 40-yard dash. I don't know if you've the faces seen of those. of the 40-yard dash. Yeah, they'll take a picture of, of athletes when they're running the 40-yard dash oh, and they yeah. have like their contorted faces. Yeah. I've seen the one before where they do like Olympic divers. Yes, I've seen and that. And they, yeah. they, they Photoshop them into, because they're already contorting their body in these strange positions and they'll like Photoshop a toilet in there so yeah. like, they're like really <laughs> oh, struggling yeah. to, yeah. Throw heat. It's funny. You ever look at the ones where they catch the guy getting, like in boxing, getting right as he's getting hit, Ooh, what happens yeah, to their yeah. face? Mm-hmm. I mean, their face is doing things that I didn't think it, your face could do. Yeah. Hmm. Do you remember that time that our kids did the... Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, freaking aliens, man. They're here. Like, They're well, here. I want time. to believe. It's time. Um, yeah. the, the time our kids figured out how to slow-mo um, when they were videoing themselves doing like the... I, like the whor- like some sort of like a are they watching our show? Yes. Okay. Like, uh, what's that? Like where they were like blowing raspberries, but it wasn't really. Ra- oh, what were they their doing? lips. Are, it's going. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I can't do it either. Yeah, like that, and you slow motion it, and, and your play lips it are back, just and you're doing some crazy stuff, flapping in the wind. Yeah, yeah. It's good time. That's man. what it reminded me. Of. We ought to do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good times. Man, that'll be some great content. It would. <laughs> That's awesome. it, huh? Um, Glad you appreciate the notes, but I don't want to hog up the whole. You got time. more. I mean, we got. Uh, we don't have a limit. No, we don't have a limit. If you got more, I mean, this is what it's about, man. Content. We can't carry the show every week. Kyle's we setting that bar high here. Week. He's content, Kyle. Now, content, Kyle. <laughs> good, good stuff. And, You're bell. <laughs> I know. The my, bell just keeps ringing. My bell, man. I got to mute it. Keeps on giving. <laughs> it's awesome. That's because Wood King polished that thing up real nice. He did, man. He, he, he's got experience, it seems like. Jeez. Go ahead, Kyle. I mean, I guess the only other thing that I got is uh, to, to make it real weird. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when when uh, we were driving around, um, we saw this one area where you know there was some poor people and there was some some yards that needed cleaning up and things like that and and you know pointed out and said well you know it's you don't have to be poverty doesn't cause filthiness yeah and and that that really kind of stuck with me and so i was thinking about it and um i think that uh there's another reason why i i'm here and and that's just to speak a word of faith today. Yeah. Um, you know the I I think what's happening is that there's a spirit here in Coffeeville, and you know it's 
you talked about a lot where people are, you know, they're afraid to, to start something. They don't have that there. And, uh, that first and, step, man. And there's just a lying spirit that's, that's speaking into to the people and that's causing them to be like depressed and to not, not do what they should yeah. be doing. And I just, I just want to say like right here and, and right now that we know that there's a spirit here. The devil's a liar. And right now I want everybody who can hear to, to activate their faith and to, to know that God is with you and you can do so much more than you think you can. And just, just don't listen to the devil. The devil's a liar. Um, it's so funny that you said that because just last week, my, my therefore podcast co-host, her church and, um, her brother's church, they partnered together and they put up a sign outside of coffee. Well, I don't know if you guys have seen it coming back into town from Walmart area. So coming in that way that says, um, Coffeeville, the city of hope. And she said the reason that they did that was because like they hear a lot of things about Coffeeville, you know, but none of it is ever that, that Coffeeville is ever a city of hope. And that like, if they put that out there. That maybe it would like, you know, inspire. There's definitely a poo-poo. There's definitely a poo-poo yeah. environment here. But there also seems to be like this sense of, and I hate to use this word because it's such a like a strange word to people, but like this weird sense of like a revival mindset amongst at least a certain like a small part, and it has to start with a small part, and then it'll grow out from there. Like, look at all the people that you've been connected with in the mm. past like couple of years, where you're like. No, we didn't even know that was happening. Like it's out there. Things are happening. And the more that we like find out about that and connect, the more encouraging people get. So it seems that we're going to give praise to people. I think Candy down at the chamber is doing a pretty good job that yeah. we weren't here for it, but you said the brew fest was a good time last mm-hmm. year. There was a ton of people there. Yeah. So, and it was the first year for the barbecue competition mm-hmm. Yeah. and uh, it went over really well from an outside looking in perspective. And they're going to do it again. So obviously they had, you know, a good response to it, but everybody was uh, looking forward to it. They were lined up, they bought tickets and they, you know, had a good time. I wonder if we can give out shots of fireball at the WKOP uh, barbecue tent. I don't know about uh, permitting and stuff. We could look into that free. It's not a thing you can give it away. You don't have to, as long as you're not selling it. Mm -hmm. They don't want to come check out the union hall in when the hot dogs are getting handed out. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't know anything about that one. Cool. Yeah, you're right though, Kyle. There's a there's a there's a definitely a poo poo vibe in this town, and it's been that way for a long time. And I've been guilty of it in the past too. But I just like Megan said earlier, boy, you really ain't you know trying to get your constituents to. I mean, I, you just can't rely on the mass amount of people in this town to, like I said the other day, aggressively support local business. You have got to go out of your way to support these local businesses or you can't complain when there ain't nothing to do. What people are saying and what they're thinking, I, I believe it's not true. You know, they're saying that there's, you know, nothing to do or whatever. And, I, you know, I, I know that on this trip, I'm not going to get to do half the things that I'm wanting to do. There's really a lot to do. I mean, I, I'll quote Green Day here and say, if you're bored, then you're boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, and I, I don't think this is anything that is uh, unique to Coffeeville either. Anybody, if 
you get on social media or whatever, anybody that's anywhere thinks that where they're from sucks or yes. there's nothing to do there where they're at. Yeah. You just get normalized to your environment to the point to where sure. you want to either go elsewhere and see outside of the little bubble that you live in. Or there's there's just something, you know, about pessimism being more um it's easier to grasp onto well, and it's fun to complain, right? Right. And it's, <laughs> it's like whenever somebody is running a great business, say you, it's like pulling teeth to get positive reviews, but shit, man, the negative ones will just catch like wildfire and everybody will just pile on. Right. It's that same type of mob mentality mindset that just people just grasp onto and it just spreads. And well, negative, negative, anything is just easier to, you know, to, to latch onto like people, right. it's always easier to pull someone down than it is to lift them up. Well, because there's no standard when it comes to being negative, right? Yeah. Because it's just a free for all, but to be positive, you actually have to point at something specifically. If the positive people worked as hard as the negative people do, this little area would be a lot different. Well, I feel like mm -hmm. sometimes too, the positive people are afraid of the negative people. Nobody wants to take the chance, right? How many times have we said that nobody wants to put themselves out in that well, spotlight or under that microscope because they're afraid of halfway failing because of all the dissent out there. Yeah. Look at you. I told you that shit wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. It's also like that in politics in general. I've, I've, I've preached this hundreds of times. There's that big silent majority that doesn't want to say anything because they don't want to get attacked. And it works the same way here. Yeah. Are you passing out over there? <laughs> no, I'm listening. Okay. Yeah, I don't I know how you get tired of that. I mean, I was driving over here today and I just look out the side and I've oh. seen the sunset and it know. is beautiful, isn't it? That picture freaks Megan out. It's too flat. She can that see is accurate. I, I have a real fear of being able to see too far. And I'm completely and opposite. By I'm... the way, driving home from which oh, yes. Good yes. times. Oh. Hills. I mean, and that's not bad. Like at least there's like Hills and I, I love to see all that stuff, but like, man, you see, see long miles. And it, you know, what's funny is that like, it's really not any more like hilly or less hilly than the area that I grew up in. There's just less trees. Mm -hmm. It's not that Kansas is flat. Right. You don't have trees. It's, well, we do here. Isn't that a catch-22 with you? You hate flat land like that, but you also hate hills because... I get sick. You get sick? Yeah. Hmm. I do get sick on the on the hills. But pick, your, pick your poison, huh? Yeah. I'm a flatlander all day long. I want to be able to see 20 miles. I do not. It My, my thing earlier That's was telling me to like turn in half a mile, and I could see the turn, and I was like... That can't be the right turn. That can't be half a mile. And it clearly was the turn. Just nothing between us. Megan lives her <laughs> life one half mile at a time. I was like, oh, that's, uh, I'm not supposed to be able to see that far. So what you got there, Megan? Tell us about it. Um, so, well, where, where do you want to go first? Let me go here first because I... I, I, I want to not lose this mm. and it's on Facebook and you know how Facebook sometimes just like poof, it's gone. Yeah. You can't find it again. Right. So um, there is a, a private Christian school this past week or maybe the weekend before that refused. They, they forfeited a, ba a basketball game because one of the players on the other team, it, it wasn't a private Christian school was um, a transgender. Right. So they, they forfeited saying that it um, not for like religious reasons saying that it wouldn't be fair to, there was this a girls team, team playing yes. against a girl, yeah, girl yeah. team a girls so they team. Had a, it was so a girls a, basketball team so they had a male person on their team yes okay and so they forfeited the game rather than play it and and said you know it's the safety it's fairness it's equity all that it's stuff. his nuts yeah so <laughs> um so 
ironically, my phone, you know how Facebook does. You read about something, you talk about something, suddenly it's all you see. And so I, I was invited to take a poll. Should biological men compete in women's sports? And I, I didn't take the poll, but what I did do was look at the comments. So the first comment that popped up, and it's of course the one that's highlighted, probably because it's the comment that's getting the most reactions, says, for all those quote unquote totally against it, I'd love to see what y'all define, wait, no, I'd love to see y'all define what a quote unquote biological man is. I can send him a picture. What in the world? <laughs> this is a woman asking, I would love for you guys to define a biological man. She got purple hair. Is twig this and what we're like? Is this somebody actually said that? Family junk? Some, no, somebody said twig and berries. Yeah, that's, um, what, that's a wiener. I know, but like, it's meat, funny to me that you veg. said exactly that. Um, it's pink. Pink hair. Pink hair. I knew it. It was some colored hair. No, Called no. it. There you go. Yeah. Pink hair. Yeah. yeah. Pink hair from like the 50s or pink hair from today? That's a different nah, thing. Pink, you know, from today. But um, anyway, so, uh, and of course, she's getting all the, the reactions. Hate. Yeah. Welp, I found Good. the stupidest comment on the internet today. Thanks for your contribution. Um. I think those that can't push a child out of their body, that works as a hey, definition. Well, you know, you that's go. a good one. Somebody good says... One. I did give birth earlier today, though. No, you didn't. <laughs> Beautiful brown-eyed boy, huh? Somebody said, who's going to tell Angie? Because that's the woman's name, Angie. Who's going to tell her? Um. Anyway, so lots of comments on this stuff. But I. Uh, that wasn't my original content for the night. It really was just about the team, the private school, you know, forfeiting rather than playing well that's what's going to have to happen people are just going to have to stop playing along literally have have you heard that uh story about some of those swimmers that are coming out and talking about swimming against leah thomas yeah how the one girl and leah thomas tied right and so they were back not like backstage but they were in the back part getting ready to walk out to receive their medals well they tied for first place there was only one medal and they said, we're going to give it to Leah because it's better for the optics. Optics, yes. And the girl's like, why? Why, why yeah. would you give it to her? Why is that you better? Know? Well, we'll you're still going to get one. We're, we're going to mail it to you. But we're going to give it to Leah for the cameras, basically. Right. And this girl, she uh, she's really come out and, and been really outspoken about it. There have been lawsuits in some states. Didn't they change the rules to where that dude can't swim with them anymore? Like, they, they actually... Took care of that. No, I think they're trying, but I don't know that it's ever actually been. I, I know there were some things on the table because there were open lawsuits in some states. That's that's all they a, have to do is not swim with him. That's an NCAA well, thing, and but I here's think what happens it's up to that sanctioning body a lot of the time. Here's what happens: you say it's as easy as not swimming with him. You're talking about girls who are going to lose their scholarships. I understand. Girls who are going to There's lose other ways their to chance at the Olympic teams, like. You know what's going to happen? When those girls stop, the sponsors lose money, that dude's going to go away. Well, what about the frustration of maybe being your senior year in college, right? right? And you've worked your entire life. You've been a swimmer your entire life. And then in swoops this dude that was like ranked 500th in all of the dudes in in college swimming. And then suddenly starts coming over and swimming as a girl and starts whipping ass, right? Yeah. So you've, you've prepared your whole life for this opportunity. What... How frustrating would it be to place fourth place Here's against I, that dude when you know he was if he wasn't swimming you would have got a bronze medal right? Yeah. Here's the uh, for the basketball team thing, dude six two. Muscles or not, 
you're a six foot two dude playing against five, ten, five. You know what I mean? High school girls. Mm-hmm. Not, Not like, even jumping. They can't rebound right. better than you. Right. Like even if you have no extra muscle tone. Your height alone is the advantage. Well, and there's also those studies that have come out now that even if a guy gets off of, you know, kills his testosterone and starts taking extra estrogen, right? Yeah. He still has predisposed genetic bone structure, muscle mass. He's got all of this strength that is inherent to a man because let's face it. 99% 99% of men are by default stronger than a woman just because of, you know, science, Genetics. right? Yeah, like that's just how it is. I mean, but if you, I think that's probably why the trans community is pushing for kids below earlier the age of five to yep. start going earlier on these earlier. hormone treatments because they're like, we can shape them from the ground up and you won't have to play catch up when you're 20 years old. Yeah. We'll just shape you to what we want you to be from the ground up. And the saddest thing is parents that are doing that to their kids when their kids can't make a decision you know it's one thing when a kid's like a teenager imagine even then you know good and well our teenage daughters have no clue they're they're so they're in that point to where everything is just they're so confused they're trying to figure things out right Uh, so much stuff's going on at that point in their lives there was a story about this uh girl that um Decided she was trans, she was going to be a guy, right? She had all the surgeries, she had all this, hormones, the whole nine yards. Changed her mind. Five or six years later, she's like, what have I done? Because yeah. guess what? Her brain yeah, developed. Yeah, caught up, yeah. And she's like, holy crap, this isn't the way that it's supposed to work. So what you're really saying is that they shouldn't be allowed to make this decision until they're like 25 to 27 years 25 old. 25 is when, when the pre- prefrontal pre- cortex. Yeah, yeah, prefrontal cortex, mm-hmm. yep. Fully, fully develops, finally. yeah. Well, some that's up for debate too. Well, yes. I know some people. You yes, know. but isn't that what you always kind of say, literally? Justin? Is like by twenty five ish, you kind of are who you are. By the, way, by the time you hit twenty five, and that makes sense. Either you, what do you think, Kyle? When did you become Kyle? I believe Ooh. I became Justin at probably about twenty three. Probably when I finally pulled my head out of my ass. And went, hey, man, you got to start living, you know? I think I'm still still evolving. (laughs) Um, Isn't that true, though? I mean, like... I I do have an alternative. Um, They could have uh, a men's competition, a women's competition, and... And other competitions. Absolutely. For lack of a a better... Yeah, open or... Whatever. Whoever wants to be on it, you're on it. Well, they call that, you know, not inclusive... You know, there's that right. argument you know that they're like, oh, well, funny? they shouldn't have to do that. Well, that's, that's why we, really, isn't that know. why we have a women's team now, though? Because they didn't want to be, anyway, I, I say that because there was actually um, an article that I was reading where they were blaming women for the trans issues today because they wanted to be, in, they want, they were pushing for inclusion um, back when it came time for like voters' rights and that kind of, you know. How, how are we going backwards in this sort of stuff that you think is common sense? Blaming women's suffrage and women fighting for their rights and real feminists, not post-mortem, post-mortem, sorry, God, <laughs> let me start wow. over, post-modern feminists who, you know, dye their hair blue and pink and, you know, argue for trans rights. You know, instead of, you know, where are all the feminists in the Leah Thomas right. situation and well, whatnot? But they're, you know, we're moving backwards in so many things that you think are common sense. Taking people off of labels at the grocery stores and stuff. We're just, 
stupid. Why are we regressing in such a nature? It, I think wait, it has Kyle to happen. Well, ago, I think the answer. Jesus. Yeah, I think yeah. it has to happen. It has to get worse. It has to. Right. I mean, otherwise, otherwise he never comes back. How pissed you think God is right now, man? I mean, seriously. I don't geez. think he's surprised. No. And you know what's ironic is like, so we talk about this and like the horribleness of this, but let's. We really want to go all thumper on this. Mm, let's do it. I know. So Sodom and Gomorrah, like they weren't just literal fire from heaven because of the homosexuality. It was a the homosexual men were attempting to rape the angels that mm-hmm. God had sent to get Lot out of the town. Like that's depravity. We're not like we're not that far off from where they were then. I mean, look what happened to them. Yeah. At some point we've got to have. There's got to be a just judgment. Right. Yes, we are Christians here for you new listeners. Imagine, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Not imagine sorry. Imagine Jesus but... comes in and starts flipping tables and stuff in front of us. You're like, holy crap. Hey, man, sorry about, <laughs> it's about all that. to happen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that, that's something we don't get into really big around here is, is our faith. And we, and I'm unapologetic. Wow. You know, if you don't like it, find you a different podcast. But uh, if not, hang around. We might say some more about Jesus. But... The society, just I think across the world, has gone to shit because nobody has any. Oh, man, seems like there's good rules to live by, and we're not doing it anymore. Megan, what's that thing called that people are doing these days? We talk about it every once in a while. They're deconstructing their Christianity, yes. right? Yeah. yeah, deconstructionism. Yeah. Well, I mean, so people just they love comforting lies. They love. Yeah. Well, that's what he said. Right. That's, that's Satan. Well, they they love um, interpreting, quote unquote, well, I'm going to interpret it this way. I think he meant it this way. Right. They're telling themselves these comforting lies instead of these uncomfortable truths to make themselves feel better so sure. they can make it through life. Man, stuff is supposed to be uncomfortable. We're in here having these discussions. None of us probably agree on 100% of everything, but I... Jordan Peterson, you know, oh, has yeah. come under fire for a lot of things, but he said something in such TikTok. a way where he said, uh, you're supposed to be uncomfortable when you debate people. You aren't supposed to silence them when you disagree with somebody. You're supposed to be uncomfortable. That's the whole, right. The whole idea of a debate there. Otherwise it's just this fall in line mentality to where you're destroying each other. If you don't fall in line with the people. This is kind of an offshoot of this, but the other day we was watching American Idol. Mm-hmm. Lionel Richie said, until you get into your uncomfortable zone, things can't really happen. So if you are comfortable all the time, we get to where we're at right now. Sure. Nobody wants to offend anybody. Oh, everybody needs to be included. And everybody we need needs to, to be accept comfortable. everything. Everything just needs to be cool, man. You know, it's. But here's what happens. I'm not is saying that, that everybody the... doesn't need to be accepted, but we accept. Some really stupid shit. Mm-hmm. In the whole grand scheme of all of this, the lack of offense of towards other people has become offensive to me. You're offended by their offense? I am. When Caitlyn Jenner, Shout quote unquote, got woman of the year, yeah. yeah, every woman in the world should have been offended. And that is kind of crazy. It proved that men could do it better. That's what it was. Right? That's basically what. Where are the feminists? That's basically what they were saying. And they are out there. I shouldn't say where are they. They're out there. They're they're, starting to be a pushback. Right. But you would would have thought that the knee-jerk, natural knee-jerk reaction would have been an emphatic, what the the heck is going on here? They would have been out in droves. And whoever said, hey, I've got a great idea, should have lost their job. 
And where was the women on on where were the women on that team who decided that who didn't at some point say, you're really saying we have to put a man in for woman of the year? What? Yeah. Where where was the person that goes, uh, hey, does anybody else think this is stupid? I think if we're looking at this down the road and looking back on it, I think you're going to see that's probably where they made their mistake because, you know, there there is an attack on women right now. And, you know, everybody knows about mama bears and you don't yeah. miss a mama bear, right? So, I mean, and they're going to fight back. It's funny. Uh, it is kind of weird. That's I hope we don't. Fantastic. Uh, we're not paying for this, you know, uh, through mental health and just how many generations have Absolutely. we screwed up now, right? You said looking back, how long are we going to be looking back over our shoulders at this? Like, man, when's this going to rear its head again? Or what's the fallout of it, right? Because you can't just say, oh, this is a generational thing to where it's just happening now because you see old people that are coming out. I've been trans my whole life. You know, I've just never really felt like I could come out. But well, now's the perfect the time. Point, right? because, you know, there was a shame in, in the wrongness of that. I'm going to get all the haters. It's okay. Wrongness. You know what's funny about all of this is that <laughs> so that I had an interview this week with um, Martha from the newspaper who, uh, and that interview is coming out, I believe the week of March 11th. Uh, but Judy, my podcast podcast host, and I had an interview and she said, you know, first of all, there was that question of like, how do you balance all that you do? Like all the different things that you juggle. But then she asked, uh, and I have no idea if it's going to show up in the interview, but she asked about our definition and what femininity looks like to us. And so I just said, um, my view of this is probably going to make a lot of people angry. But I gave her my, you know, there's God up here and then there's my husband mm. and then there's me oh and then there's our children. <laughs> and like, it's going to trigger. Some it folks. is. It's going to be it's going to trigger some people. But that's the whole like you have to learn how to have those conversations and. We could have easily have said, well, femininity, you know, we're looking for like modesty and, you know, and we did talk a little bit about that, but like the whole, the real crux, crux of it is we did, we did talk about, yeah. Yeah, You think she'll put it in a paper? I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But it's not like Judy and I haven't talked about it on the show. I mean, everything that we said in that interview is something that you could probably have already found on the podcast. So whatever about that, but. Or if you have to say it. Yeah, I mean, well, maybe, but like, and if we get hate for it, it's whatever. It's just whatever. But the idea of femininity isn't just about, you know, makeup and looking pretty. And that's funny you d- say that because whenever somebody turns trans or whatever, the, the first, first thing, thing they, they do, do is make a mockery of is it. Is put a, a sparkly fucking ball cap on throw on some lipstick that looks like somebody An got eye, drunk at a rock eyelashes. concert yes. did and put on some kind of thing that says pink on it. What? Mm-hmm. Look I like was, an 80s rock band? No, I was I was looking for that uh, caricature that you used to have hanging over there. It's a caricature. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Hey, it now. is. Except it's like this is what you think women are about. You think that we are ditzy. Most of them well, apparently, who are famous for being trans are portraying what, themselves as ditzy. Apparently, what makes a woman is pink, sparkles, and boobs. Yeah, because that's what they generally Lots do. Of makeup. They strap on some boobs. They they strap on some pinky, sparkly shit, and they roll on out the door. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's frustrating. As Kyle knows, and we got some new listeners, our numbers last few weeks, I don't know, they're just oh, yeah. Hi, guys. blowing Welcome. the hell up. You so. guys are getting like the deep but, dive. Uh, <laughs> this is the one thing I think most of us probably, I'm going to speak for just myself, this is the one topic that I have no wiggle room. I try to, I've tried to do this over the years, I've tried to listen to what you got to say and try to see it from your perspective. If I still disagree with you when it's over, that's one thing, but maybe I change my position a little bit, but this is one where I'm, I don't have any room. I don't, I don't want to have any room. A dude's a dude, a woman's a woman. And there is a weird little group in the middle that yeah, has the medical some cases issues that are, are medical and are that is a bad deal. And we can medical. work on that, but I'm sorry. Steve can't be Sheila from Monday to Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That's not how this shit works. And I'm not going to recognize it as that. I'm not going to call you a woman. I'm not going to call you her or she. Uh, if you want me to call you Sheila, hey, whatever. They call me chum. Nobody, <laughs> my mama didn't call me chum. So I'm not going to get too upset over that. But I'm definitely not going to call you her. If Yancey comes in tomorrow here and says that his name is, I don't know, Brenda or something, I'm going to be like, bro, Brenda. you done been to Oklahoma, you're high. <laughs> <laughs> you done been to Oklahoma. You want me to move on to my notes? Yeah, sure. Get us off here. So, a much lighter note: the National Park Service has issued a warning to all here. Stay away from the moose. Do not oh. push down your slower friend when a bear is chasing you. Oh, all you gotta do is well, be faster than him. Right. What to say? It says, and they said, it doesn't matter if you feel like that friendship has run its course. Do Are not they, push them it's down. It's funny because that's a internet? joke. Yeah, it kind of is. Like okay. they're just—they're basically—it's like, oh, okay. their way of saying, "Hey, don't be stupid around oh, the bears." Okay. Well, you've heard that but thing like, that's like, "Hey, you don't have to run fast; you just have to run faster than your friend," right. type thing. Yeah. Right. So apparently now you're not allowed to push them down. And um, Justin, I'm not be charged with something. <laughs> exactly. I don't. I don't know, but um, I'm not sure how Justin's going to feel about this one. I think I know. I think he's going to be totally against it, but also like I don't know. There's a new musical. That is, has debuted in California, um, and uh, you should go watch it. And Not my fault. I was here. Well, no, I just, I, I'm saying you should go watch it and let us know. <laughs> the Outsiders is now a musical. You know what I can see that as? Kind of a West Side Story type right. thing. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. I don't Without dig, the love story, though, right? There's not a whole lot of There's, there's yeah. only one musical that... I'll watch. That's Grease. I knew you were going to say Grease. Or anything that our kids in that I have to go watch. Yes, you do have to. You've seen several. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to see Singing in the Rain. In the theater. I've just seen it a bajillion times. I haven't watched it in years, but West, I mean. So West Side Story is a good one, though. That's a good story. Hey, did you hear, was you here when Kyle said he's been to where American Graffiti was? No, I don't think he got here yet. I don't think I was here. <clears throat> you, you didn't talk about it Had to uh, cool on up podcast, on me. did you? No. Yeah, because I... No, no. You've been to Thunder was, Road? Well, I was hanging up Thunder Road. I got my new poster over there. Did you see Thunder Road? Yeah, so yeah. it's cool. I don't know if he's been to Thunder Road. but Hey, do mm. you know, here's a little side one, that, that Ford pickup there on the left side of that picture, our man Dan, his buddy, owns that truck. And that uh, that 55 was actually in um, a Hot Rod movie that James Taylor was in. Uh, the name is escaping Tulane me right Blacktop? now. Tulane Blacktop. That's Tulane Blacktop? Th- that's the 55, and they repainted it flat black for American Graffiti. That's the Tulane Blacktop yep. 55. Same one. Because that they were tracking down all the cars recently, and they found the... Uh, they found the Ronnie Howard Impala mm-hmm. somewhere, I think. And they also found... They found uh, the grease car, uh, the... Uh, 
the black one yeah. with the flames yeah. that Crater Face drove. Yeah. They found it somewhere. And wow. uh, he really was Crater Face. No, they know, called, they called like, him Crater Face in the I movie. Know, literally. Like it's just He had some zits. But yeah, that's that's really cool that that car and then I I don't know if that was the actual actual car that they wrecked or if they had a double for yeah. it. Yeah. Not sure. Whenever uh, that mic is hot, you have an echo. I can hear it. Nobody else can. Sorry. It's just me. You ready to talk about this? Let's talk about taxes in Montgomery County. All right. So Justin has received an outcry. So taxes are too damn high. Yes. And we we talked about this last year. Yeah. But and and we had Melody Kickert. She you. is the county appraiser. Yes. And she came in and she Nice lady has agreed to come back in. Yeah, so she's she's a nice lady. She's friendly whatever. There was no like hostilities. Mm-mm. So we all have our tax statements again this year. And ours, personally, have gone up 15% this year, on top of the, I believe, 12% from last year. I thought you said earlier it was 18. No, you said 18. I said 15. Oh, sorry. So everybody's has looked to have gone up about 30% in the last calendar year. Yeah, versus last year. Because yeah. uh, the wizard said his was up 31%. I'm about there, too. You're about there. Yeah. Kyle says his has gone up. But Kyle's okay with it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to step out of the room for this part. Yeah. Uh, so we have a theory and and we're not beating up Kyle here, but last year when uh, Melody was here, one of her reasonings for the, the property's tax to go up. And I understand what she's saying that 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 would be correct. It's not that she's lying about it. And what she's getting at is we have out of state people such as Kyle, uh, and other people from Colorado and other states that are coming here. For whatever reasons, you guys come here, and that's good. We don't, you know, more, that's more, more. We don't want to kick you out. No, the we'll, economy we'll is changing, you. and yeah. more people are telecommuting uh, and working from home. The problem with that, and it's a problem only for us, not for you, is that people from out of state. There's one guy here in particular. I, I like to use this as an example. I actually bought that light right there from him, and I went over to his house, and he has a really nice house. The concrete driveway was nice and fairly new or cleaned up. The house had new siding. It was a two, maybe three bedroom bungalow style home. There was a detached, detached two car garage out back. You know, I mean, it was a nice little home. And I said, hey, it's a pretty nice place you got here. He said, yeah, I stole this. And I said, really, how much did you get for this? And he said, 91000 So we gave basically that for our three bedroom house, quite large detached two car garage, two lots, in the west side of Coffeeville. He's not in the west side of Coffeeville. He thought he stole it. And in his mind, he did. $91,000 for that house, California, is probably, what, $160,000? You can't get... And in the city that I live, yeah, the lowest price house is probably about seven-something. So... 700000 People from out of state come here with that in mind. They see this house. Damn, this is a nice house. And it is a nice house. I'm not taking anything from his house. It is a nice house. And he gives full price for it. When I thought, shit, that's what I gave from my house. Well, that does, because part of the way they do their taxes, they say, well, comparable homes, that that house sold for 91000 So, therefore, your house that you haven't done shit to, that you bought for $65,000, What'd you buy your house for back ten years ago? A uh, little over eighty. And your house is now valued at what? Over a hundred. And you haven't done shit to it. No. Okay. Keep it. Keep it nice. Keep it. You know. Right. But you haven't like. I understand. You haven't put in a pool or anything. No, I built understand a basic like that. inflation that something is worth more. But your house. 
They can't prove that it is worth that. I don't know. I'm just unless I were to put it on the market and somebody paid that, and that's you, what you cannot, you know, convince and me. And that's what well, she said. What would you list your house for? I'd right. be like, well, that's gonna list my house for 125. I guess so. That's what because you told me to. I was gonna say we just had our house kind of appraised. Well, no, it was appraised. We just oh yeah, that's appraised. right. We just did it. It was 120 some thousand dollars. Right, and so that means that the value, quote unquote, of our home, yeah, has gone up. $25,000. Actually, yeah, more than that. More than that. We paid like 91000 yeah. So Yeah, but we didn't. Yeah. $30,000. Our house has gone up $30,000 in the in last 10, 10 years. And so what is percentage on that? What's the percentage of that? I'm not good with math. I mean, you're you're looking about that 30% you were talking yeah. about. So I guess the question is, do I make 30% more an hour than I did then? Gonna go uh, with no. No. I'm going to have to go with yeah. You say yeah? Per hour. Oh, well, I was counting in all that other stuff yeah. that you got that we were, but, but anyway. we get to count in. For but anyway, I just don't, I don't know. Is Wait. that the real number or what they, what they talk about in the paper? What's that I, I have a union job like you and every time we get a new contract, the paper drags us through the mud and says uh, we get 40%. I'd, I'd say that stuff that is it's true. not quite 30%, but I've gotten, you know, we went on strike, so we got a pretty decent raise, you know, but we're going to get priced out because here's the problem. $49 job in California coming here and buying houses at what a $20,000, uh, $20 an hour guy would buy. Eventually, we're going to price ourselves out of a job. There's not enough good jobs in this area to be able to buy these $120,000 homes. My, uh, my compensation has not uh, offset like that. Yeah, I, I haven't fallen in line with that type yeah, of no. inflation. Certainly, my job is definitely not. And, and no disrespect, the county appraiser just moved here from Florida. Mm-hmm. So she's also experiencing the same thing that a lot of our implants are. They're like, well, that's a hell of a house. That's cheap from where I come from. But you're not there anymore. We're here in the middle of Kansas. There's not a lot of opportunity here right now. And you can't price us out of our homes. So somebody... And uh, a comment section posted up their property value on an empty lot where yes. there has not yes. been a house in 25 years. It's been appraising or been assessed at like around $2,000 for the, you know. Yeah. Previous years. Two years yeah. ago, last year, $18,000 is what that lot. For the lot? Uh, appraised for. Because they changed the year. classification of it to a residential. To residential. Too. But there's still nothing there. Right. I mean, so and it's been empty for 25 years. So zoning wise, it probably is still residential, but there's no residence on it. It is grass and dirt. And you're not going to give $18,000 for a lot, at least not not here, here at Coffeeville. Mm-hmm. I don't know what a lot's worth, but uh, it ain't $18,000. I mean, this fireball is kind of addictive. Kyle. So out of curiosity, uh, when I was touring the Brown Mansion, I noticed just south of there, there was some newer houses. Let's talk about That's that. Hot topic. Um, Way to go, Kyle. Way to go. Uh, what are those going for? So those are income-based houses. And when those were built, uh, I was on the commission. And so what those are, those are, for lack of a better term, member HUD houses. Mm-hmm. you got to meet a certain criteria. When those hit the market, those were hitting the market for like a hundred and what, twenty dollars to $140,000. Wow. And I have, I say, pound for pound, the best damn job in town. And they said, you make too much money to live there. Mm-hmm. I didn't qualify for one. So how the hell is it a person that works at McDonald's qualify for a house I can't qualify for? 
I have no idea how they could do it. And then, and when twenty years runs out, those just go to whoever owns them once the you know the federal contract or whatever runs out. But yeah, those nice houses you can't buy. I, and I'm not against people that are economically not as well off as me at having a good shake, but where is the reward for you putting in the effort to get yourself into a situation where you can afford a $145,000 home when hell you don't have to put the effort in because this guy's going to get it anyway. What's up, Yancey? You're perplexed. No, it's just, uh, when you, when you lay it all out, it's, it's, it's a frustrating, frustrating thing. Does it feel like the powers that be don't want anybody to really strive to be better? Oh, wait. Are you saying huh. we're kind of communist? Well, I'm not sure well, I'm oh, wow. Well, so there's this. Are you mean socialist? Are you mean the powers communist. that be like the ultimate powers that be? I mean, what? What scale are I'm you talking, talking about? The, about I'm the talking about the bureaucracy. I'm talking about okay. Biden and all his friends. Oh, well, if you're if you're talking about that scale, yes. If you're talking about locally, there there is a mindset of plateauing here too, mm-hmm. to where I mean, we we well, have we've experienced a little we bit of have that personally. Experience on putting yeah. things on right. Yeah. I mean, we always can go back to that to where. It, it it almost seems like nobody wants to support or be involved because either they think you're going to fail, they expect you to fail, they want you to fail. But there's that they don't want there's you this, to nobody do wants to. There's this jockeying for a position where nobody wants anybody to get ahead of anybody else. Right. They want it to be this either level playing field or they want or it to better. be a yeah a step ahead, even if they're not doing jack shit right. right. And and that's frustrating too. It's funny that personally we've dealt with people who have been like. I don't know. It's a weird thing to think that you know what somebody's situation is when you really have no clue what Ooh. someone's situation is. So, but without like, we've gotten a little off throwing it all out of the butt under the bus here. But like, we've had some of that where like people in, lo- around us have been like upset when they find out that maybe you're not where they thought you were in life. It's such a weird place to have to defend your. We got a, we got a little yeah. off topic there on the taxes, well, sure. but I don't I don't know what we're gonna do. It, it, if I mean, according to Melody, I'm sure she'll come in and say it again that there's a law and that all she's doing is going by what the state mandates and that her job is to basically do the formula and figure true, out how much it's worth. At some point, the state's gonna have to like. Well, budge that's, that's or where we're gonna I mean, have to hope that guys like Ron Bryce and. Uh, uh, Doug Blex and Virgil Peck and say, hey, we got to stop this shit because you're pricing my constituents plumb out of their property. You mm-hmm. can't justify that my property taxes have went up so, 30% in the last 12 months. And, and, and literally, does that mean that we need to ask them those questions? Yeah, have we Have we asked those, them oh, those questions? I'm have sure. We? Well, we can ask Ron and Doug. We can, hey, hey, how do you justify this? Can you, can you help us out here? And is anyone like, what's the conversation like up there? No, that, I'm sure. You know. I'm sure they'll tell us. So you said that this is from Montgomery County. Yeah, is this the same thing happening in Sedgwick and Johnson? Well, so there was a guy that commented. Well, I don't know about Sedgwick and Johnson, but I can tell you that there was a guy that commented on on I think the WKOP post that said he was from Labette County and it was on par over there too. That they they were getting hit pretty hard that's, too. That's what Miss Kirkett said last year that she doesn't determine the price. That there's a formula the state sends down and she just inputs all the numbers 
And this is what we come up with. I don't know that she has the ability to just magically wave a wand and say, hey, uh, well, that this is what it's going to be. Doesn't it partially, or maybe it doesn't, but does it partially go also for the amount of money that's being levied? Like from our local taxing entities? So the, the, the local entity does get some of that tax money. I believe there's what get three tax four, four taxing entities. I'm I'm not going to talk out my ass. It's been too long, so I remember all that. But I know the county's going to get some, the city's going to yeah. get some, and the state's going to get some. I mean, it breaks it down for you. Yeah, up here. I mean, well, on your statement. So I've been to the last couple of candidate forums for, you know, Caulfield City Commission, and one of, Justin. What's uh, one of the big questions and one of the big topics that they're always like, "Hey, how are we going to better Coffeeville?" Jobs and lower taxes. And housing, right? And housing, we'll yeah. Always talk about housing. Always talk about housing. But that's another one of those things where if you are running for city commission of Coffeeville, that's kind of out of the realm of what you're able to do in a lot of ways, too. Like you're talking about right here. There is a mandate, right? There's policy right. that has to be um, followed. And I feel like that falls in line with whenever that topic comes up. There are 10 taxing authorities on our... So who all gets the money? The state, the county, the um, statewide education, specifically USD 445, Mm -hmm. the Coffeeville City, um, general fund for the CCC, capital outlay for CCC, the, I don't know what this stands for, REC, COM, EMP, something to do with 445, or at least the money funnels through 445, because like the REC center doesn't like it's actually a taxing authority on its own but it it funnels through 445 for some reason so rec center is the next one and then the wildcat extension office isn't there a there's a pie charter on there in there um i, like I don't pie. see it not pie. Mm. no not on this oh, one there used to be <laughs> there used to be a, a pie chart and it was shocking to see how big some pieces of the pie were it's ironic the county has actually lowered most of them have lowered down from last year. That's ironic. Well, yeah. It's the valuation. Remember, we've talked about yeah, this. Yeah, I know. That's how they get you. But. It's the valuation of your property. Well, we've lowered your taxes. We've raised your valuation. Yeah, that's true. Your house is now worth 200000 and we lowered taxes 3%. <laughs> What's up? Such a funny thing. Oh, I thought it was getting you too. Yeah, well, I feel like it drives I got me maced, crazy, bro. <laughs> hey, I kept you guys safe during the COVID. Did yeah. you? Yeah. The amount of times that I I've had COVID. I don't <laughs> understand why people don't like fresh air, Kyle. It's not fresh. I like fresh it's air. It's fresh. It's ozium. It's used by hospitals. It cleans the air you hospitals breathe. And it says it's right there. Like lemons and I don't know anything about potheads. I'm totally against weed. Yeah. Anyway, that's all my notes. Especially today. <laughs> yes. Especially today. Going on record, folks. Yeah, well, going to add that to the list. Date and time. Heard some stuff today. You got you got two things to, to note today. Right. They're both shocking, breaking news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have much this week either. Um, so Portland has two active Walmarts right now, and they're shutting them both down. Walmart? Is that what you said? I, okay. don't, bl- I don't blame them one bit. It's because yeah. they're getting robbed. Mm-hmm. That they're just, they're not. That, so Walmart isn't outright coming out and saying that it is because of theft. They're just saying that these stores aren't performing financially. Sure. 
And you would think that that would coincide with having way too much shrink, right? So if you're not profitable because you're getting robbed blind, makes sense. You're yeah. just going to close the stores down and leave town. I mean, why not? Why keep why keep losing money? Exactly. Um, you remember last week you brought up a story about they were censoring books. What, yes. What books were they censoring? Um, it was Roald Dahl books. Yeah, I mean, Roald there were Dahl, others, but there's Roald Dahl. That was, was the big one. So I talked about this on the midweek show, and uh, these guys will remember, but I wanted to get your take on it, too. Did you hear about the rewriting of the James Bond books? No. Yeah, they're removing content deemed offensive by modern readers. And it's funny because the Ian Fleming Publications Limited Company that owns the literary rights to the author's work, they commissioned, yeah. quote unquote, sensitivity readers to pour over the James Bond novels and scrub any offensive content before the republication. Um, <sighs> I'll, I'll give you... Um, one of the uh, examples here. Let me get to it. Okay, here we go. The original book read... Uh, so, okay, the censors will alter a scene where Bond witnesses a striptease at a nightclub in Harlem, New York, right? So the okay. original book read, Bond could hear the audience panting and grunting like pigs at the trough. He felt his own hands gripping the tablecloth. His mouth was dry. The rewritten passage will read, Bond could sense the electric tension in the room. Electric tension. All right. It's very descriptive. Yeah. You know how you and I have had this discussion before in Nerd Talk? How... Uh, <laughs> nerd Is that our next, next <laughs> new segment? Nerd Talk. Uh, we, ta we discussed Mark Twain. Yeah. And how we're uh, like, God, Twain just good wears... Night. Hey, man, you said in three no, pages what you could have said in two sentences. <sighs> Chill, bro. Hold on. It's My kids are reading... Did our house financing. Nathaniel Hawthorne right now, who is... Potentially one of the most descriptive writers ever. He wrote The Scarlet Letter. Oh, yeah, yeah. The entire story could have been two chapters. And I realized that, you know, when these books were written, you had to be very descriptive and right. colorful like that because you had to you set... You were painting a picture. You had to set yeah. tone and, yeah, paint literally paint the picture with yeah. words. But, I mean, we're talking about James Bond here and Ian Fleming. This like, stuff wasn't written in the 1870s or 1880s. Yeah, yeah I mean, you literally have one called... Octopus. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Are they going to sensitivity read Fifty Shades of Grey? Oh, oh, God. That's next. So does this mean that we can have people read and then re-edit books like from a Patriot point of view? Oh, I doubt it. But you. Well, I mean, right. who knows what publishing companies are going to do, right? Are they going to be this afraid so to uh, get canceled or sued or, you know, people are going to pick it outside their mm -hmm. offices or whatever saying, Oh, well, uh, blah, what blah, happened blah, to blah, like book is sticks and offensive. stones and all that stuff. And the, like, don't, if you don't like it, sticks don't read stones. it. More you like, know, what's funny. It's like more like a pillow fight these days. Here's what I, and I, I make, I poke fun at 50 shades of gray. I've never read the book. I don't know. I, I, I've heard and I've, you know, heard, they do spankies. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've heard about it. Right. And Dakota Johnson asked for her parents not to come watch the movie. Like, Okay, but that's just the point of it, right? If if it's out there and you don't want to read it, don't read it. I mean, I don't know. And I'm also an English teacher. And so, like, you know, I thought that I was going to have parents who were horribly upset that we were reading To Kill a Mockingbird. I'm not one had one complaint about To Kill a Mockingbird. Hmm. 
Scarlet Letter, Wuthering Heights, which is like the most messed up book ever. Racy. Yeah. And we're reading them and no one's complaining. We also read Macbeth and all Shakespeare is jacked up. Oh, yeah. So what are we, are we like, how far are we going to go? Are you going to change Shakespeare? And it's, uh, and I know this kind of goes, this isn't a, uh, oh, well, politically leaning They're gonna statement change the Bible. that it's like, who sets the standard, right? Yeah. I know that the people on the left would be like, oh, well, you know, you're trying to pull this stuff that you deem, quote unquote, porn out of school libraries, but you're keeping that book in the library that drops uh, that word and this word and that, you know, racist word and, and this yeah. thing's descriptive. I. I get that argument. I could see that argument from like playing devil's advocate. Sure. Right. But I mean, there is some stuff and I think we might've said this on the midweek show that there is some stuff that is obviously and emphatically concrete borderline pornography for kids. Right. So don't put it in a school library. <laughs> I talked about putting it behind a curtain like you would oh, yeah, that's dirty right. yeah. movies yeah. at you yeah. know, a, a movie theater or a movie place. Rental places that don't exist anymore. Exactly. I see they've been gone so long. I couldn't even think of what they're called. Video store. Good lord. Um, you said the Bible, but I mean that's yeah. that's where the line would would have to be drawn, right? I mean, you would think so, but well, the Bible's being constantly rewritten anyway. Uh, there will be somebody that'll write a version where they will literally omit things out of there that they don't like. Well, they do that already. I mean, yeah. you want to talk about messed up books? There's a bunch of messed up stuff. Yes, there's a lot of stuff in there. Yes. What is it Doug always said? It's not the things that I don't understand that bother me. It's the things, things that, that I, I do. do. Yeah. Yeah. He's a preacher. Yeah. I mean, he's... That's pretty profound. Yeah. There's some stuff in there. You're like, damn. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I uh, just got a couple more things. But it's so... all irrelevant after Jesus came to the Old Testament. We don't have to worry about it's that. Not a, it's not true. He says it all the time. It's not true. It's okay. I got a Jesus tattoo. Were you the one who just said that we don't agree on... Like, yeah. Nobody else <laughs> had, like, generally <laughs> right. we don't hey. agree. <laughs> Point proven. Um, So Elon Musk is super excited about a new Tesla plant in Mexico. I'm completely out of crypto, by the way. Yeah, um, a lot of people are, I think. Uh, A new vehicle assembly plant for Tesla would be built near Monterey, Mexico. Elon announced at an investor meeting... It doesn't give a date, but it's been very recently. Is he still the hero of the ride now? Because he's taking things to Mexico. Mm -hmm. It's funny. About that, (laughs) there are so many people that forget that this is this guy who has literally been pushing for the AI that everybody's been so damn scared of. He has a thing literally called Neuralink, where he wants to put something in your brain that you can hook up to. Hey, everybody, chill the hell out on thinking that Elon is some kind of freedom fighter. Right, he's not. He he went against the uh, Democrats for a short period of time, and he suddenly put a cape on him. And guess what? He's still Elon Musk, who he's been for 20 years. Let's be honest. His goal is business. Yeah, it is. It's all about the dollar, right? Yeah, Yeah, he doesn't really give a shit. People are so quick to jump on Well, everybody wants a hero. Man, tap the brakes a little bit. Hey, we're holding on they for a hero, hero till the end of the night. Yes, exactly. Right. I will never forget though watching him. <laughs> These win- windows will not, you know, they're unbreakable oh. windows, and then you just what, smash it. Was to it pieces. a hammer or a baseball? I don't remember. I don't, was I don't remember, a but it was something. It smashed it, and he was like, "Oh, whoopsie daisy! Let's try, try another, another window." Okay, well, smashed. never mind. See you guys. See you guys next year. And they still, people have yet to uh, get deliveries of their Tesla trucks. 
Are they paid for? Uh, well, a lot of people um, put their name in the hat basically by, I don't know, investing yeah, $100. Like a thousand dollar pre-order. Yeah. Um, not that much. Um, another person that is a hero to the right suddenly because she's fighting against, you know, the, the trans stuff is JK Rowling. Oh yeah. People forget that she made Dumbledore gay, right? Yes. And they were losing their minds over that. Well, and the entire right are the parents of people who would not let their children read Harry Potter because it's witchcraft and sorcery stuff. I mean, yeah, we forget what we're doing here. So quick, very spicy take Megan. Very spicy. Damn hippies. It's funny that like, People, like I mean, I know you just said latch on so quickly. Fight someday, right here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we talked about that, didn't we? Look, I, I'm in a safe space here. Okay. Yeah, you're safe. Safe space. Yeah. <laughs> because my husband's right here. I'm in a safe space. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, but it is stupid, though. Like, how many people? <laughs> Megan's open carry, I, Justin. Yes, that's true. I just carry them around in my pocket. Um, that people just. You said latch on for for hero status and, and or for heroes and that's true, but like people are people, they're never going to be. Uh, Depeche super Mode said that consistent <laughs> on they things. Did. They are now on tour, by the way. They're never consistent about things. Um, I do think I, I'm on. I mean, this is a pretty broad question, but do you think human nature inherently comes with being fickle? Do you yeah. think that's ingrained in us from just like? No. Hell, I'm the most fickled guy. Everyone I, in the room here knows. Predisposed just, as just human beings right now. to be fickle I'm like totally that, or do you think that's learned behavior? Because when you're a child, you're innocent. You don't judge. You're not racist. You aren't. Um, you know, you're not out for is anybody. It, uh, you know, I think you're it's not life. jockeying for is, a position. Is that something that as we grow, we well, start, you have life experiences. Is it right, because exactly. we, and you get hurt? Is it because we gravitate towards people that think like us? Because I'll use myself as an example. For years, Donald Trump was just a dude that was in the magazine who had all the ladies and all the things. He was an idiot. And then suddenly, he had a lot of the <laughs> same opinions that I do. Changed. You know, he had a lot of the same opinions that I do. So I was on Team Trump. I mean, I was waving the flag, not like the assholes that have it in their yard. Not yeah. literally. But, but I was, I was on Team Trump. But now I'm like, dude. You're a bit of a moron. But I don't think that makes you fickle. I I think that that means that like uh, the more you mm. learn about him, your opinions can change. Everybody's but, comfortable in their own echo chamber too because, you know, why do you think people, you know, would join up as clans even before there was, you know, yeah. central languages and whatnot. People lived in groups. People lived in clans because they had a common interest, right? So right. what makes us think that we wouldn't have some kind of primordial... Uh, way of, of just going along with that as, as we move on, even if we are an advanced civilization that we think of ourselves as. I also think like we, especially celebrities or anybody who gets famous for something specific. Like podcasts. When they're 20 years old or 30 years old or 40, and then you come back to them when they're 50, 60, whatever, and their opinions have changed, that is human nature. Mm -hmm. You can't forever expect them to be the same mindset that they were when they were 25. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Well, and maybe some people don't develop that direction or in that way because they lack in certain life experiences. So they yeah. don't 
evolve in a mindset like that because they've sheltered themselves or they're an introvert or they're just closed minded. You know, it's funny that you said that. So we were just talking about parents not letting their kids reading Harry Potter, right? Because of witchery and witchery, witchcraft, sorcery stuff. Same place to do the I brewery. See you, uh, witchery. I see you finished your drink. I Megan. did. So um, the, uh, on the other side of that, I have a, um, a colleague who flipped her lid when she thought that I was going to, and I still might because she, she doesn't really have a say in this, um, that I was potentially going to read Lord of the Rings in my class with my students. Hmm. Which I, I get, believe is loosely based on the Bible. It yeah, right. is. I'm like, so wait a minute. Do mm. you read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Right. Do you read any of the Narnia books? Well, they were besties. Here's Yeah, here's the thing. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis had this thing to where, hey, I'm going to write books about rings and I'm going to write books about rings. Uh, you know, C.S. Lewis, he developed his story around rings. The first introduction yeah. that you get to Narnia is the magician's nephew. But nobody ever talks about that. Rings. We all skip right like, to Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe. Right. But he, yeah. That was the first book of the series. He kind of abandoned it after that because he was setting tone and precedent on, well, this is how you get to Narnia. The, this is how it works. Put on this ring. He abandoned that. Hey, we'll just have the kids walk into a wardrobe, right? right and they'll get to it that way. Yeah. You know, Tolkien took the ring thing and ran with it. That and was did his a fantastic job. Of, of his story and she's going to be offended because we're reading i'm like and you know where i teach do you have you do you know anything about these books yeah the uh the all-seeing eye of soren soren yeah is satan right yes like it's the symbolism is incredible and i believe star wars is also loosely based on it Bible. is it's yeah i mean we could call them allegories all day long and and be perfect with that but yeah anyway so same He's person the vice who president won't. Aaron Clinton no dear oh, <laughs> the same people who say this about Harry Internet. Potter and Lord of the Rings I'm like they are not the same thing they're not mm. the same thing maybe no. a reminder that you know in the Old Testament there was sorcerers and yes uh, you know, don't matter anymore. We got Jesus. Jesus now. Would you like stop that? that? You got them red you know, letters. as long as in the end you, you, you find a way to make it so that it was all for God's glory then yeah. Right. Oh. You know, it's all good. Right. And like, if you read them and understand. What you're I talking mean, about is the wrong kind of Christian. I, I don't, I mean, maybe, but I don't feel like that's a, like a. We talk about uh, this the other whatever. day, Kyle, the wrong kind of Christian. You know mm -hmm. I mean? I'm giving her really kind of a bad time most of the time. Yeah, about it's fine. That deal. It's fine. But there I, are I did people like that disagree that, with that. that title. And I was kind of sad when it changed it there for I, yeah. I, but Well, the wrong I kind of Christian is it. still I out do. there. I, yeah. I mean, it's. She's here every week. I mean. See, we have this. Well, I do. There's there's Christian rock bands, and then there's what I call Christian influence bands. And when somebody hears Christian rock band, they may instantly be like, "I don't need to hear some hippies preaching about Jesus to me." <laughs> right, right. But there's bands out there that are fundamentally Christian that you have no idea. At least I didn't. That they're preaching to you. P.O.D. is the one I always use. I didn't know what P.O.D. meant. They're not quite meant. about it, though. Man. They're not quite about it, but they're not considered Christian rock. What I'm trying to get at is... Disagree. This is a <laughs> Christian-influenced podcast. We're not a Christian podcast. This one? We are, yes. If you don't like it. <laughs> but, uh, you know what I mean? I don't... It's always here. The wrong kind of podcast hasn't went... The wrong kind of Christian hasn't went anywhere. She's just sitting over there. Just changed my name. Yeah. It's funny. It's flying under the radar. 
Megan's right there between Yancey and uh, yeah. Oregon. I mean, she's got <laughs> Jesus. Jesus has surrounded her all over the place. Felt Jesus. That's felt right. Jesus. She just felt realized Jesus. Jesus had holes in his hands. I'm well, like, uh, Jesus. have you right not there. heard the story of him? <laughs> uh, I met on the picture. I, I like that. Uh, Catholic Jesus is really what it is. Hey, uh, Jesus is also also. He also appears to be uh, non-ethnic. Yes, in this Jesus one. is very. Uh, he's very. Uh, yeah. You know uh, what, Kyle? S- do you know how I hung that picture on the no. wall? Oh no. boy! Do you oh, know boy. what I used and how many of them? I would love to hear. That's three nails. Three nails. Oh. Yeah. Don't Excellent. bring that bell. Purposely That's on purpose. I did that. <laughs> Couldn't do it. My hand was struggling. <laughs> not okay appreciate the symbolism how yeah. is it not okay <laughs> my favorite jesus Some of my brother rolls man uh-huh my favorite jesus picture isn't out here in this office which one's that it's hanging up in our house. oh that's right yeah yeah the bianca bianca painted. drew a picture yeah it's pretty neat man that is a great picture where are you going oh, oh yes the segment so uh, we're about to wrap up, and because uh, I have, let me check my notes real quick just to make sure. Yeah, and also uh, you got some uh, backing music to set the tone. Oh shit, dude! He doesn't. That's okay, I'll find some. Hold on, I'll. Uh... Oh, the only thing I had is why is the Secretary of the Treasury in Ukraine? Why is uh, oh, Janet, Janet Yellen, Yellen? Why is why is the Secretary of the Treasury of the United States? In Ukraine, there is zero reason for her to be there in that capacity. And what's ironic about Janet Yellen, she's the former Federal Reserve chairman. So, of course, you're going to send the person who has all the experience about just printing money out of nowhere to, <laughs> a, to a foreign conflict like that. Hold on. I've got some music. Hold on. He's lying. No, I got it. I got it. Just got to get it to open. So we're, we're not ready to go yet here. Hold on. Sure. Uh, so this is a new segment. This will be our second week of it. This is, yes. And, Chapter uh, two. Yancey is reading. Uh, I've got to turn off the Bluetooth. Sorry. That's not what he's reading. Yancey is uh, reading a book called, uh, what is it, Yancey? I Need a New Butt. And uh, I got a little bit of music. Classical gas. I need a new one. A green one or a blue one. A fat one or a thin one? Oh, fat butt. A wood one or a tin one? What kind of book are you reading, man? Why not an arty farty butt? I like the way it took One not to be forgotten with watercolors on the top and a mural on the bottom. <laughs> Somebody got a tattoo? Somebody's drying on their ass. There's a, a, oh, I was like, oh, it's tattoo. blew it out. That's right. Or yellow spotted, purple dotted, a butt with color, a butt with flair. A butt as bright as I dare to wear. A butt as bright. You wear your butt? As dad's underwear. Dad's underwear is bright? Join us next week. Next week for chapter three of I Need a New Butt. I'm not sure who sent that to me, and nobody answered the question last week. Somebody sent that to me. You know what's funny about this is uh, the the batteries appear to be worn out because it's supposed to make fart noises. Oh, I think I did really fart it up when I first got it. Did you try it? It doesn't work. Oh. Yes. Yes. All right. Where's the speaker? Man? I think you can hear it. Yeah, we can yeah, hear there it. You go. Oh, there, you there go. it was. You do need a new butt. That thing's off t- off pitch a little bit. It, it is. It's a it's a uh, F flat. Wow. Kyle, what do you think about that? It's. <clears throat> I hope it's not rewritten. That's literary. Oh yeah, writing. no sensitivity yes. training yes. for that one. That's funny. Do you have something else you want to close up with there, Kyle, before I go into my normal thing? 
I just wanted to know if I could say the phone number today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nobody's going to call, so go ahead. Call wrong kind of podcast at 620-625-0146. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Maybe with uh, a new voice. It, actually, maybe. New actually that's a great that you said that, because the Wood King was here today, and he had an idea that if anybody had any questions about what he did over at Square Splinter, like woodworking or making uh, dope bells, that uh, he said, hey, if you got a question, to call, and he'll be here during the midweek show next week. And then uh, oh, yeah, he'll answer. he can answer the questions. Did you tell them what he's building for us? So we've got to find it. I but, know. But he's going to build us. So we're Martins, right? Mm-hmm. And the purple Martin eats like mm-hmm. a quarter of a million mosquitoes a year. And he's going to build us a Martin birdhouse that looks like our house. And I have got to find cool the prints to our house that we do have yes. because he is going to have that thing machine made to scale. That's insane. This birdhouse so is going to cool. cost me $300,000. <laughs> Dude does crazy high-end shit. I mean, he does way better stuff. He doesn't look as smart as he is. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, I mean? Well, Kyle was with us when we sure went. sure doesn't get enough credit. We stopped in the other day and... <laughs> He has a table that it's not really a table. I don't really know what it's called, but like that, it's just a wood thing that he's like some sort of resin or a pocket. Oh, it's a tree. It's a tree trunk. It's It's a slice of a tree trunk. The rotten inside. Beautiful. I love it. You keep asking for it. You might get it. And that fridge. Oh, yeah. Fridge is cool. If you haven't already, go to the Square Splinter on YouTube. He's a little bit on Facebook. He sucks a little bit at Facebook. He'll admit that. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, he needs to be a little more active because his demographic is the old man, and that's that's Facebook. Right. But anyway, go to Square Splinter on YouTube, and he does a lot of cool stuff. He made Yancey's bell. Yep. Uh, he made our mantle in the house. Uh, Which you can see on YouTube. You can see on you can see, Both you can of see them, me. Yeah. The mantle and the bell. Yes. You can see me. Did anybody want to talk about that? Well, you, I, we, you were holding well, yeah. uh, tape I was the vacuum. I, was, oh, I vacuum. sucked. I yeah, sucked. you were sucking the dust. Anyway, he'll be here next week, so if you got any questions about... Uh, rubbing wood or bells uh give them a call uh so anyway i don't have anything we're wrapping it up kyle's going home sometime next week next week yep by the way i did get comments at work about they thought you were brave to eat the late night taco bell on the highway that like that was a real man thing to do yeah you didn't get to hear about it because you don't listen to the podcast i don't i'm sorry i don't listen kyle ate late night taco bell on a road trip that's pretty brave. I will mm-hmm. I will say that. I was out of nowhere. I brought you Taco Tico tonight, and the whole time I was thinking, it's a good thing we're not. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm surprised I'm still sitting here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because as soon as that shit walked in the door, I, I scarfed a Sancho. Nice. And that spray a minute ago might have been defensive. Gotcha. So uh, uh, but I'm surprised I'm still sitting here. Susie from Alaska really enjoyed your subway story. You're a big deal in Alaska. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> So, so we're gonna have in a couple of weeks uh, uh, Denali bread. <laughs> Denali bread, yes. It's a, low, it's, a, it's a rye marble, right? right. Uh, Brett, he's gonna call we're go- in. We're gonna as loaf, part of the show. We're gonna oh, awesome. loaf around and listen to his story. I do really enjoy his uh, his show. His his show feels very similar to this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they do record their show live, and they so do they, a much better job than we do. They interact with the chat and. Um, so it's called The Pulse, and when you search up The Pulse on any podcast platform, you're going to find 75 of them. But what you're going to look for is the abominable snowman on there. 
That's how I find it. Yeah. And so you can also find them on social media, the Pulse in Anderson and Ninana. If you put in the Pulse in Anderson on Facebook, I was say what? Uh, yeah, they, there's a group and there's also a page. I give didn't a, know give that. them some love. Uh, they're still building. They're cold they're, up there. Uh, <laughs> they're still building. There. Whenever uh, Brett's on, we'll have to ask you about the uh, Ninana Ice Classic. I have it in my notes. So that and the old. So we're going to shout out the Pulse uh, podcast, yes. the Old Man's podcast, which is another daily. Just kind of a good. They don't say fuck, right? No, the know? old man does not allow no things like that. He doesn't care if I do it. That was for him. Right. Uh, we're going uh, off the edge podcast, Big Hill Small Talk podcast, and just because Yancey has apparently made peace, we're oh. going to throw out Wormholes and Whiskey podcast. We made peace with him, right? Yeah, we're. Did good. you get your fucking shirt no. though? Okay. They still owe you a shirt. Never getting the shirt, man. Just never getting the shirt. Let it go. I'm gonna send them a shirt. I've, yeah, yeah. Anyway, pigeonhole. That's five pretty damn cool podcasts right here in Southeast Kansas, and I know we're missing one. Did you see? Damn it, I can't remember his name. Sorry, dude. I think it was Eric. He is building a damn. uh, What do you call the telescope thing? Uh, Is it observatory? Which Eric? He doesn't know. That's it's on the Facebook. Damn it. I'm sorry. I'm messing it up. I'm, he's made not be Eric. I'm sorry, dude. I can see you. I can see your face. And I'm sorry. I'm, 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 oh, I'm blanking right now. I know what right you're now. talking about. I saw it. He's um, got a damn telescope. Yeah. He's got star charts. He's got all kinds of crazy shit. He's another one of these implants come from somewhere. He come to here. And he's going to build something. And he says he's got so much shit that he's probably going to reach out to try to get it like the school or somebody to help. Because he's got like, he's even got the dome. That's cool. Yeah, I forget what is. Once again, what I'm preaching here is we've got some non-Coffeeville type people and things going on around here. Hopefully, here here before long, in a few years, we don't even have to put that precursor in. No. Precursor. I wonder why they call it precursor. What do you think that? No, because you're getting ready to cuss about something. That's what I'm saying. Precursor. (laughs) I knew that get made. I know. Anyway, we done it. We took the mic to the face. We uh. Did damn near two hours, an hour and 45 right now, the second. But wrap it up, B. So what I'm going to ask you to do, like always, you heard me talking about the two guys that are racing to Marques, Marques. I don't know what the hell you say it. Uh, they donate to the episode. we got a Baron sitting right over there. Uh, John Erickson. There you go, John, John Erickson. Erickson. I yes. had it partly right. Has he got bread? Is he red-faced? He's got a beard, glasses, yes. wearing like a fedora or something. Yes. Anyway, dude's... Can you see what he said? Yeah, I can see what he said. Um, um, Hold on. He says, backyard observatory. uh, When I get my backyard observatory up and running, I'll probably be doing some sort of multimedia broadcasting. A gigantic 14-inch telescope with cameras, DSLRs, a whole shebang, even a soundboard and computers, just no observatory yet. So, You know, as much as we... uh, we didn't really bitch or throw them under the bus or anything about, you know, outsiders coming in or whatever, they... Do bring cool stuff like that that you said way non Coffeeville type stuff. Yeah, outside the box. So anyway, head over to wkopodcast.com. There's uh, several tabs there you can look at. The uh, one that I'm talking about currently is the producers tab, and those folks help turn the world. Oh, I got a little note for myself. Uh, you guys have also once again helped support something with the help of the Wood King today. That'd be the Square Splinter. I have uh, procured. A pretty decent little digital camera 
So when it shows up, uh, eventually there'll be some uh, stuff going on in the WKOP garage. Is that what we're going to call it? Well, I mean, it's the WKOP garage. That doesn't mean that the YouTube channel is already there. It's just wrong kind of podcast or, you know, WKOP. You can search either one and find it. But, yeah, there'll be some stuff going out there. By the way, I need to get a uh, micro distillery license. I saw that you sent yeah, me that link. $500. So I'm going to need more donations at WKOPodcast.com. Well, that's all I got, I guess. Kyle, thanks for uh, hanging out this week. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, and you're going to be back for the camp out, right? Kind of sorry that somebody else is going to be sitting in my chair next time, but I'll be with uh, you guys in spirit. I don't know. We don't usually have too yeah. many in studio. You write guys. your name on it before you leave. Drop some heat in it or something. Man. <laughs> Mark it like a dog or something, you know. You do that. All right, I guess I better amplify this so Lord Flatulence can hear it when he's driving down the road. All right, see you later.